Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Bite Me Podcast. This is episode 244. Like, we're real close to 250, Cole. That's pretty exciting. Woo! Um, we'll have to have a party or something. That's I a am... quarter of a thousand, so we're almost to a thousand. Yeah, that's the way math works, right? Yep. Quarter, so we'll hit, uh, let's see, that's six weeks from now. So that's like the middle of September? Sure. We hit 250? Yeah, about there. So, although I think we probably, it'll probably be more towards the end of September because my guess is we will not have an episode uh, the week of Labor Day or the week before Labor Day because I will not be here. I'll be moving. Um, anyway, I'm here. Cliff Johnson. Colby's here. Say hey, Cole. I'm here. Dylan's not here because he had to work and that's yeah. a bummer. But he will probably Lame. be here next week. Uh, and we'll, you know, it'll, it'll be fine. You got Colby and I this week. It'll be fine. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the video games that Colby's played because I was on vacation last week, which is why we did not have an episode last week. Uh, so I did not play any video games. Uh, but we're going to talk you about that. We're going to talk. Jesus. I, you know, every time I go on vacation, um, I think, like, my Switch was there. Like, I brought my Switch with. Um,. And I like I thought like I could bring like an Xbox like my kids got a, a a Series S like those are very small very packable like I could do that or I could play some like X Cloud or or whatever and then I'm like when would I do it like I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning I get dressed I go to Disneyland literally all day until like nine o'clock at night come back to the room and take a shower and go to sleep so I can get up the next day and do it again like there's no time for video games so yeah it's it's just not. It's not something that's going to happen. So uh, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. We're going to talk about Activision and Blizzard being just bad. Like I mean, you've got to be real bad for like you know you can be you can be Riot Games and have a bunch of people sue you. You can be Ubisoft and have a bunch of people say terrible things about you. You really have to be very special to have the state of California sue you. Like it's there's it's only not. there's only one other company i know that it's done that it was uh what's it called with rhode island so you know yeah yeah it's it's this is not good like i have we're gonna talk about this for a while i have like 25 bullet points to talk about activision blizzard being sued it it sounds bad um in good news um a dead space remake is coming colby's playing dead space right now right the first one i did i willed this into existence everyone you're welcome yeah it, i mean I mean, I tweeted, we need a Dead Space uh, remake, and literally the next day it was announced. I Who mean, do you think it's did been, that? Well, it's been being rumored for like three Who weeks. Who do you think call. did that? It was you. It was absolutely it was me. you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, EA wants to make it sports games into something, you know, something else like sports games, but with some other stuff. Um I, I'm, I'm interested in talking about this. Uh, we found something that might actually be dumber than Bitcoin, and then I thought about it for a little while. I'm like, no. I mean, it's dumb, but it's not like set the world on fire and start a water war dumb. So it's just, it's just, it's dumb, but not Bitcoin dumb. Uh, Amazon's new world, uh, that's their MMO. It's called New World. It's in beta right now on Steam, and apparently it's bricking RTX 3090s, which is... Not, no. not great. Um, Pro Evolution Soccer, or PES, PES as it's known, has changed its name um, and like its entire model 
Um, the model's fine. The name is very, very stupid. We'll talk about the name and the model. Um, a Ubisoft is announcing a 6v6 uh, free-to-play multiplayer shooter that looks kind of aimed at uh, the, like, Valorant crowd. It looks interesting. Um, and Where the Water Tastes Like Wine has an impossible achievement that is pissing off people on Steam. I actually kind of like the idea behind it. We'll talk about that. And... You know, we'll, we'll see where we stand. Uh, questions from Vinny, Princess Megan, and Prime Fan. And we got a boatload of cheap free games. This is going to be a long podcast, is going to be my guess. So, like, buckle in. Uh, we got cheap free games from Epic Games, PS Plus, Game Pass, Games with Gold, Prime Gaming. And then we'll stop and go home and eat dinner. And, you know, Yay. other things. So, let's get started with uh, the video games that Colby is playing. Because I did not Woo. play anything. Um... So I beat Remnant from the Ashes. Nice. That's actually yeah. pretty cool. Um it I don't know like I don't know how I feel about that game because yeah. I I very much loved it. I I I really liked it. And then I also didn't Yeah. Um I So I I will start this by saying after I beat this I'm like I want to go play Dark Souls cuz I'm curious. And so I played like two hours of Dark Souls. Wow. Yeah. It's not for me. Um, <laughs> I did not like it. And every complaint I have about Remnant, I think I have about Dark Souls as well. Um, and I think that kind of genre in general. Um, I think the only reason I really liked Remnant is because the combat felt really good. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in in like Dark Souls, and I mean, yeah, granted, it's like a what ten year old game or so. Yeah. Um, I thought that it felt like garbage. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's also the difference between like shooting and I've got a sword kind yeah. of thing. Um. I don't like the boss battles in Remnant. Yeah. Um, there was not a single boss battle where I was like, well, that was fun. Yeah. Um, they were just kind of, they were there and I beat them all. Um, there wasn't a boss battle that like, except for one that I had like a incredibly difficult time doing. And even that one probably took me 10, 15 minutes and I did it. But for the most part, they just like were tedious. Yeah. Um, and I think that was like one of my main problems, um, is that the boss battles, which are like the main kind of thing in those games, I'm mm -hmm. like, well, it, it wasn't fun. Like I, I, it wasn't, and you know, I don't want it to be that like, well, I need to get good cause I just couldn't beat them. I beat them all. And like, there was a couple where I beat them fairly easily. Um, it was just that they weren't fun. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like games to be fun but then again like i think most boss battles aren't very fun so maybe maybe that's it um but remnant like i said it's a it's a, i really enjoyed it um it's free on game pass go play it if it you know you have a playstation or whatever play it on that too because it's a really good game especially if you like dark souls games um but i don't know they're just not for me yeah. and i think like I honestly think I could probably do like an hour and a half podcast just on like Dark Souls and why like I'm glad that there are people who like it, but I also think that it might be like one of those games that just broke gamers' brains and yeah. brought out the worst in people. Yeah, I agree. Do you do you like boss battles in any game? Like, is 
I mean, like, the thing is, is I don't dislike boss battles in any game. Like, I don't know, I'm not, like, a huge fan of them. And in some of them, like, they're okay. But like I said, in in this game, there was not a single boss battle where I was like, oh, that was really good. I really yeah. enjoyed that. It was, oh, okay, well, I beat it. Thank goodness. Um, yeah. And there, there's a lot of them, too. And so it almost felt like if you could have done... I I almost want them to be like not easier but like maybe have them be like mini bosses instead that mm-hmm. like kind of are in the the actual um like world. Yeah, I don't flow know. The game. Yeah. I was just thinking about this and to me like the 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 boss battles that I've enjoyed have been um like Skyrim, I, like I liked the dragons in Skyrim because they were in the open world. They were random. It had nothing mm-hmm. to do really with you know what you were doing, and there was a reason you wanted to do it because you got different um, abilities by by attacking them. And so, to me, like that's way more fun than I've got to get down this corridor and we're gonna get kill this guy one more time. And yeah. and to me, like boss battles are. They take a lot of the realism out of games, too, because either you're fighting something that is monstrously large, like it is it is huge, like, and and to me, there's some disbelief as to whether you would actually be able to do that or not. Um, it's got, like, I know it's supposed to be like that kind of David and Goliath thing, but how many times can you believe that the David Goliath thing works before it becomes unbelievable? Or it's just another person who, you know... I hit them with a sword and then they hit me with a sword and then I hit them with a sword and then they hit me with like, how many times can you do that before there's just no believability left in that it, game? I, I don't know. Like boss battles. Like I, like I said, I have kind of a love hate relationship with because I think they're good in some games, but like oftentimes they just feel kind of weird. I just don't enjoy them. Um, yeah. I could, I could never fight another boss battle and be absolutely fine with it. I, I was kind of thinking about it and like, not as many games don't have boss battles. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's not yeah. something that you really get as much of anymore. Yeah, I'm not Which a fan. Is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, or maybe it's just the games I'm playing, but a lot of them just didn't have like boss battles, or I don't know. Some of them did. So I don't know. I think like, the thing it, it is. I think the thing is, is I think that they can kind of be done okay too. But like, man, I played when I was playing Final Fantasy fifteen. Like the the last five hours of that game, I think is just like one long boss battle. It's just like uh-huh. boss battle after boss battle after boss battle after boss battle, and then the boss that you kill and they come back to life, so you have to fight him again. Or the you know, I I just don't need that in my life. It's not something I enjoy. So anyway, what else yeah. you playing, Call? Um, I'm playing more of, uh, Pokemon Sword. I've put, like, almost 50 hours into it, but Dang. a lot of that is, a lot of that may not be actually me, um, because my kid can oh, actually play that game. Um, so, like, there was, like, a week where every day she'd wake up and just go downstairs and play Pokemon for a little bit. Um, <laughs> and a lot of that may just be like, hey, like, I started Pokemon and then I wandered away and just let it run, so who knows how many hours I have into that game. Um... <laughs> It's really fun. Um, I so today is the twenty eighth, so this will be coming Correct. out for most people on the 29th. 
And I think it's the 29th. It marks the 20th anniversary of Pokemon Crystal. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Which is the only other Pokemon game I ever really played. Um, and it's kind of interesting because the complaints that I have about Pokemon Crystal are the exact same complaints I have about Pokemon Sword, which makes me tell, <laughs> which tells me that like every Pokemon game is very yeah. similar in the complaints that I would have. And it's things like, so in this one, you can like, if you catch a Pokemon at say level 30, you can take it to a dude and say like, Hey, I want to relearn some moves because you yeah. may just not have the move set you want. And so you go there, and it's like, okay, let's, you know, you go there, and he's like, what do you want to do? And you go, like, relearn moves. So you go down and relearn moves, and it's like, okay, which Pokemon do you want to relearn moves on? And then you go down, and you select the Pokemon, and it's like, okay, now which Pokemon, or which move do you want? And then you click on, like, oh, I want this one. It's like, okay, what do you want to replace? And then you click on this one, and then it goes all the way back out, and if you want to replace it again, you say, I want to replace a thing, and then you go through that entire thing all again. Um... And there is a lot of that just kind of like, why is this not streamlined, Nintendo? Like, you have yeah. been doing this for since, like, 1996. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, like, why is that not streamlined? Why is that not like, hey, which moves do you want to relearn? And then, you know, after you choose that one, it goes like, any more on this Pokemon? Oh, yeah. you know, and then if you want, no, you're fine. Instead, it's just like, I assume we're done here. Okay. And, oh, oh, you want to learn minute? Which one? Yeah. Um... Uh, and like so you know you start you start with your starter um i chose score bunny and by i i mean my kid chose score bunny sure. um i probably would have went with grookey but that's just me um <laughs> but score bunny's pretty adorable and um so like right now my score bunny is level 57 i want to say sure. because i've just been using it um and that means that, like, I don't know, there's really no Pokemon that I'm around right now that I can't just take out with that one Pokemon. Um, and so, like, I remember that being a problem, again, in Crystal 20 years ago. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, well, well, what I'm going to do is, like, you know, like, uh, so the first gym is, let's say it's a uh, water gym, and then the next one is a, uh, a grass gym. I'm yeah. going to, instead of just, like, powering through with just this one Pokemon, I'm going to... Uh, you know, raise uh, five other Pokemon that will, you know, essentially, like, he'll just be the, oh, if I need to use him because I don't want to, you know, like, if I need to beat this gym with just this one, I can, but yeah. I've got five guys that I can just, you know, use. And so it's kind of a pain in the ass because, like, you know, oh, hey, like, I need to you know, get to level 38 to do this gym. Well, all of my guys are level 32, except for this one who's level 57. And so I just have to go and grind until mm -hmm. I can get those guys up to level 38 and then go to a gym and then do it all again to get another thing. And so, like, I don't know. Uh, one of the things that I like the most about Monster Sanctuary is that all of my guys just kind of leveled at the same thing. Yeah. I, um... To an extent, uh, did they in that one? Maybe I'm. Maybe they didn't. Maybe if they were in the thing, they didn't. But you very much had access to like, hey, I just want this guy to you know raise level. And in Pokemon, yeah. you do. But I've got like three of them. Yeah. Um, you. I don't think you can buy them. And in Monster Sanctuary, I'm like, okay, I've got like forty of these. So like you know, you can just raise anyone up. Yeah. And either 
either things need to gain levels when they're in their box or something because like it sucks i'm like oh i want to use this guy i'm like oh he's a level two um everyone else is level 30 so fun you know and like yeah getting getting it up to level you know 20 is fairly easy that's you know a couple fights but then after that it's just grinding um and i wish that i don't know they just like even if they got half experience or something but the yeah. way that experience is done in pokemon is weird because that even if weird. you well if you have like six you know you have six people on your team they all don't get the same amount of experience hmm. um so the person who's fighting gets the most experience and then the rest is like divvied up between them but even those five don't get the same amount of experience it's all based on like some weird algorithm so like you know let's say one the first one gets 450 experience and then the next one might get 360 and then the one after that might get 480 um and so like they do, like the people in your team who are all getting experience don't level at the same like amount that doesn't um, sound like, great. <laughs> I had one one that was like just you could not like he was three or four levels behind because he just didn't get a ton of experience for yeah. some reason. Weird. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's kind of a strange game in the way that it's done, but I don't know. They're making money hand over fist, and it's the I believe most. Uh, it's the series and whatnot that has made the most money ever. So wow. they know what they're doing. Um, I mean, that's across TV, video games, that's cards, and uh, just merchandise. But I think it is the most, uh, it was for the longest time the most um, productive um, in money series. So, um, anywho, how, how does your four year old like it? She, she really enjoys it. Uh, she's that's not fun. great at it. Um, no, no, but uh. You know, I usually just right. drop her off. I drop her off in, like, you know, some really low-level place and yeah. just let her, you know, like, you know, hey, here's a level 57. It's going up against level 16s. Have fun. That's you can't fun. really lose. I like um, that. But, like, <laughs> like uh, oftentimes, too, like, I'll come home from work. She's like, hey, I caught this guy. I'm like, how? Like, those are higher <laughs> levels. That means that you had to go there get it down to like because you know you have to like knock their health down a bit yeah and then catch it and okay whatever like cool Good job um yes we uh and by we i mean i bought her a controller um that's like a kid's controller for the switch yeah um that she can play with um she can do it with my pro but i'd rather she use the 15 dollar one yeah absolutely um, so because it's a it's a puppy. I mean, like the box says it's a panda, but it's not. Um, it's a puppy. Hmm. All of it was all of it was in Chinese. Like, oh, I, good. It didn't. It did not have instructions that were not <laughs> Chinese. But it was fifteen dollars, and if she breaks it, I don't care. <laughs> um, then I played Dead Space, and nice. yeah, Dead Space is really good. Um, is it looks really good. Still spooky. Um, I didn't have, I never found it as spooky as you did. Really? But, Interesting. uh, yeah, I, I, I am enjoying it. It handles very well, which you yeah. cannot say that for a lot of, I mean, it gives what, 10 Xbox years old, scene. 12 years old. I think I want it. I, I swear that it said, I swear that it says 2008, but oh. also it's a 360 game. And when did the 360 come out? 2008. October... Oh wait, no, that's not it. Let's see. Dead Space video game was released 
October thirteenth, two thousand eight. So that's a thirteen year old video wow. game. When it when looks did the great. Xbox too. release. Uh, the Xbox three hundred and sixty was released. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, May twelfth, two thousand five. No, that was unveiled on May something two thousand five. I don't know, man. It <laughs> launched <laughs> November twenty second, two thousand five. Wait, did that game Ow. come out before that? Then how what? does that work? Was Dead Space a, an Xbox game? No, it was released in two thousand eight, Cliff. Oh, what did I say? Two thousand two thousand five. Oh, okay. <laughs> My math is not good. So it came three years no. out, three years after <laughs> yeah. the Xbox 360 came out. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. It looks, it looks terrific, that. though. Yeah, it does. It looks really good. It plays really well. I was really well, in a Series because... X, you're playing it at 60 frames a second, too. Yeah. Um, Condemned Criminal Origins um, is backwards compatible, and I'm like, I really want to play that, but that is also at this point a 16-year-old game because it was a launch game. Yeah, yeah. And I'm real curious how that would go. But, uh, yeah, Dead Space, it's great. It's getting a re-release at some point. So yeah, you're welcome. done by Motive. And um, I also started playing Adventure Time, uh, the Pirates of the Inchiridion, um, which was How's a... That? a it's a games with gold game uh, that I got a long time ago, and I went like, I don't know what Adventure Time is, but I'll download it anyway. Uh, and <laughs> now I've started watching Adventure Time, and by watching, I mean like I started like last week, and I'm on like I don't know the middle of season three because it's great. Um, and uh, the game is really good, but the one thing I will say about it is it's strangely hard. Really, um, it's well, it's a. Uh, open world um turn-based rpg game oh and i would not have guessed that i would not have either um and you really have to pay attention to like making sure that you're upgrading your guys and you upgrade via money um like you don't get like new gear you just like hey like i've got $1,400 $1,400 and it costs 60 to upgrade your health. And so you just bump up your health on that level. Um, huh. It's very strange how it works. And like, I don't know, like there was a point in time where I had 800 health and the guys were hitting me. were doing like 129 damage and there's four of them. And so like all four of them hit my one guy doing 129 damage. So like at the end of their turn, I had like, I don't know, a hundred health left. And so like, it seems very difficult for a game that I would guess would be aimed towards kids. That's super uh, weird. It's, it's fun. It's, it's, you know, it's a good game, but like, there's a very weird learning curve to a game that <laughs> That's again, super like, strange. I'm guessing is aimed towards, I guess not like kid kids, but like, I don't know. It's a TV PG show. So, um, that's super strange. Yeah, but it's good. Huh. It's fun. Uh, I haven't played a ton of it just because I would like to be playing that, but my kid would very much like me to be playing Pokemon. <laughs> playing Pokemon. So. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. But All that's, right. Uh, that's what I played for the last two weeks. That's what Colby's done. I uh, I played about an... in. Woo. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I uh, I did about 
an hour of Stardew uh, the day I got home from vacation, uh, or the day after the day I got home from vacation. But that's that's it. I have not not played anything else. Um, one thing I did do this week is, uh, or maybe it was last week, probably last week. Um, actually, probably the week before. Anyway, in the distant past, I did buy a Steam Deck, um, nice. or pre-ordered one, I guess. It'll be here... Um, first quarter of next year sometime so <laughs> at some point in the next i don't know year or so i'll get a steam deck um i'm kind of excited about it if you haven't been paying which attention one to that, did you get i got the middle one nice uh, yeah i've heard that that the middle or the top one are the way to go yeah so so there's three versions of it there's um a i think 400 dollars steam deck so i guess let me, let me back up we've talked about this before but uh, if you don't remember the steam deck is essentially like a switch but it plays PC games. Um, it's being made by Valve. Um, it's just—it's really just a little teeny, little teeny PC stuffed into like a handheld case. Um, like to to the point of where uh, apparently you're going to be able to load Windows onto it if you want, and you could just use it as a Windows PC um, because it's got a USB C port on it. So you just get a like a, a USB C hub, and you can plug a mouse and a keyboard into it and use it as a little PC. Or it actually runs Linux natively, so you could use it as a little teeny Linux machine. Um, it's uh, it's about the same size as a as a switch. It's it's slightly larger. Um, it is significantly heavier. It weighs about twice as much about twice as much as a switch. Um, a switch weighs like uh, say 0.7 pounds, and the Steam Deck is going to weigh like one and a half pounds. So that's not optimal. But um, I'll be honest, I do not think I will probably play it a lot handheld. I probably will play it a lot plugged into my television. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's interesting. It has all kind of the buttons you'd expect. Um, so it's got you know uh, analog sticks, and then you know the 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 buttons that you would use on a regular controller. But it also has like like pads on it. So they're like they're like the the pads that are on a uh, on a um, like a, a laptop. Um, and the idea is that you'll be able to use those for like mouse based games. So they say like you can play first person shooters on them um, in the same way you would play a first person shooter on, you know, with a, with a mouse and keyboard. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, there's there's three versions of it. There's a I think four hundred dollar version of it that has like sixty four gigs of internal memory, which is not a lot when you're talking PC games. Um I bought the 256 gig version of it that was like, I want to say a little more than $500. I don't remember exactly. Um, I had to put $5 down. So, you know, it, it is kind of is what it is. Um, and then there's also a, uh, I think a 512 gig version of it that uh, is $650. So I paid $530 for mine. Um, there's a $512 that's $650. Um, apparently, though, like to some degree, these are like upgradable. They're like, you know, if you really want to tear this thing apart, you can actually put, they just use like standard MVE hard drive. So you, if you want to open it up, you can pop it out and put a new hard drive in it. Like I'm not going to, um, because they also do support playing games off of SD cards, just like the switch does. So I'll probably just push a big ass SD card in there and call it good. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to try it. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be cool. 
Um, I don't know if it's going to be the greatest thing ever, but like I said, mostly I'm just really interested in plugging it into my TV and playing games on PC games on my television. Um, it does support Bluetooth, so you can, you know, hook controllers up to it. You can play it with your Xbox controller. Like I said, it's got a USB-C out, so you can just plug that into a hub and plug it into whatever you want. Um, I mean, you can run Netflix off of it. Can you assume, interestingly enough, you'll actually be able to play, obviously, it comes default with Steam installed, but uh, they say you're going to be able to install the Epic Store on it. You'll be able to install, um, like, Uplay onto it. Um, a lot of people are assuming you'll be able to uh, stream xCloud to it because you just need a browser. So, I don't know. It, it sounds like an interestingly flexible uh, machine, and, like, me and my kid are going to split the cost of it for Christmas this year. So, like, that'll be my Christmas present to me and my kid this year, and, you know, we'll call it good. So... I don't know, maybe it'll be another weird Steam thing that they do and doesn't work very well. Um, I'm not going to say, like, it's inexpensive, because, like, 530 bucks is not something to laugh about. But uh, it's not, like, it's not, a, it's, you know, it's about the cost of a console. So uh, we'll give it a try. We'll see. I will not know anything about it for at least... I mean, I'm going to say a solid six or seven months. Um, but when I get one, we'll, we'll we'll check it out. We'll see how it goes. All right, you ready to talk news, Colin? Woo! Actually, before we do that, we should talk Patreon. Patreon, uh, the fine folks that support this podcast. Uh, we mentioned in our uh, video games coming out in August um, episode that you'll be able to catch on uh, August 1st, unless you're a patron, in which case you'll be able to listen to it today. Um, that Colby and I would like a teleporter so that we can start doing these podcasts in the same place. We'll get one for Dylan, too. He can would all teleport to a central location. And I think that's going to come from Patreon money. So um, we're just going to probably hire an evil scientist, I think, is the way this will go. Um, took us up with a teleporter. Is, is that not what you pictured, Cole? Uh, just from an aside, everyone should go look up the... Uh Dwayne Johnson evil scientist sketch from SNL. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll do that too. Anyway, uh, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. This is how you can support us. We have one, three, seven and $10 tiers. The $10 tiers are our producers and they are the folks that help us keep the lights on. Although currently my light is not really on. It's kind of a, a dull purple color. Um, let's yeah. us pay for the software that is letting us talk kind of right now. Colby's internet <laughs> could use a little bit of help, but we do what we do. Uh, big shout out, thank you to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Poller, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole Jr. Again, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and, uh, and help us out a little bit. We appreciate it. Uh, news. Alright, you ready to talk about, I, maybe do the news thing, Cole, I guess? Maybe? News thing. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, Activision Blizzard is being sued by the state of California. Um, <laughs> I think this comes on the heat of Riot being announced as a big bag of dicks and Ubisoft being announced as a big bag of dicks. Um, so following a two-year investigation by... <laughs> and they were like, hold our beer? <laughs> yeah, geez. Like, there's some of this that is just... Like, I, the thing is, is like every day it keeps getting a little bit worse. Um so, anyway, the, the story is a two-year investigation by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. Um, they filed a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard for fostering what they call a quote-unquote frat boy culture in which female employees were allegedly subject to unequal pay and sexual harassment. Um, 
they, they say that, that women working at those, uh, women make up about 20% of the employees at Activision Blizzard. Um, and at all levels, they have been discriminated uh, in regards to compensation, promotion, assignments, and termination. Um, Activision Blizzard failed to address any of this, and it just keeps getting worse. Um, you know, they were making less money. They had less opportunity. Um, but where it really gets bad is like, I mean... You, you say those things. Those things are all terrible. But I would say that you could look at any company in the United States. Like, I, I think everybody knows that women make less money doing the same job as men do. And it's horribly unfair um, and real shitty. But, like, if if that was probably all that was happening, this would just be a, like, eh, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, because I, I think that happens everywhere. And it's not right. Um, but, I mean, what what's the stat called? Do you remember? Is it, like, women make... 77 cents 87 cents on the dollar 79 cents i think yeah it's not it's not great for doing the same job it's it's very 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 unfair but um they also accuse uh blizzard of having like we said a a frat boy workplace where um men did things like get super drunk on fridays and then like cubicle crawl they said they'd have cubicle crawls and just like harass women as they they went through making inappropriate and sexual remarks towards towards the women that worked there um apparently they had a problem where where men would show up to their jobs that they were getting paid more to do um hung over and then like assign out all their work to the women that were getting paid less um you know and just just a lot of a lot of locker room talk a lot of open talk about you know which women were more or less attractive, you know, physical aspects of them that they they liked or didn't like. Um, they would openly talk about, you know, getting laid over the weekend. Um, lots of sexual jokes and jokes about rape. Um, the lawsuit also particularly, this this is like, I, I, I was reading this article, I'm like, well, this sounds really terrible. Um, and, and then they also cite a, an incident where a female employee who had already been subjected to all this harassment um, went on a work trip with a male supervisor who apparently continued to sexual harass her the entire trip. And she actually committed suicide on a business trip, which isn't great. Um, they also like, I mean, apparently at BlizzCon, they had a, a, like a green room that they referred to as the Cosby suite, um, which they, they're like, it was 2013. Nobody knew what Bill Cosby was doing, but eh. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that is, in fact, not true. Um, it's just it's just not it's just not good. Um, the lawsuit is asking asking for uh, Activision Blizzard to comply with all sorts of workplace protections, um, you know, give women back pay that they're owed Um adjust their pay scale so that women make the same thing as, as the men um, pay lost wages. They're going to be honestly lucky if they aren't a victim of a, a class action lawsuit like riot is now being subjected to, which I mean, riots paying what a hundred million dollars in, in fines and fees and stuff after getting sued. So I don't know. Um, they, there was a walkout today where I think 25% of blizzard staff, just you know, it's not a strike because they're not a union. Um, obviously, maybe um, they should. <laughs> maybe they should be. Um, but you know, whatever. It, it's the the worst part about this is is the initial reaction to this was well, that's not true. 
you know, like Activision released this giant, like I would read the entire thing to you, but it's literally pages and pages and pages long. But they're like, it, it, that's not true. We, we're, we're nice now. And like, maybe we had problems in the past, but it, it's better now. And we don't know why they're bringing up that lady that killed herself. We don't think that's related at all. And the, the, the head of, of Blizzard Activision like came out a day or two later and was like, okay, so, so maybe that wasn't the best thing to say. Um, we're we're real sorry and, and we'll fix things. There's been a lot of kind of like mea culpa stuff from guys who used to work at Blizzard and Activision who don't work there anymore. They're like, oh my gosh, I just never knew. Like it who who knew these things were happening? And I think the answer is everybody, but you know you don't want to be the guy who says like maybe we should be making rape jokes at work, like, you know, you and your bros. It, it's it's a problem. Um the the interesting part about this, and I not to not to in any way take away from the apparently 20% of women who work at Blizzard that were harassed, because I don't think any of them weren't. I, I'm just assuming at this point that every single woman who's ever worked at Blizzard in the past has been harassed by some Diablo-making dipshit there. Um, but apparently there's also a bunch of men who are reporting sexual harassment. And Let me, let me ask you a question, Cole. If you went to work um, and there was an ongoing game that you played called Gay Chicken in which um, the first man to grab the other men's junk won. Um, would that be would that be a job you would go back to after day one? <laughs> because I sure wouldn't. <laughs> I... Sorry, what? <laughs> um, was, was this just one guy who decided to start playing this or I must have missed this? Like, yeah. I just... No, apparently I, uh, it was a game was, um, that was pervasive among senior management. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is going on at Blizzard? <laughs> it's not good, Cole. I'm just saying it's not good. <laughs> like upper, like I picture they're all in suits. <laughs> like I don't know why. Like that makes it worse. But like guys in suits are like, "Hey, Bill, you you want to play gay chicken?" <laughs> like, okay. I like know, I, how? Yeah, it's great. It's <laughs> real cool. Um, but apparently, a, a bunch of men are also reporting like unwanted shoulder rubs. Which, like, Colby and I worked at a place together where it was not uncommon for like the sales team to like come up and like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" and kind of like, and it was nothing that I ever liked. Like, I did not ever want. I don't want anyone I work with, male or female, to rub my shoulders. It's just, it's not cool. And it has happened to me more than once, and I do not enjoy it. Um, but, you know, a lot of sexual harassment within, you know, the first day of, of you know, uh, working. Uh, a guy I was reading on Twitter the other day said, like, people he worked with would often try and talk him into a three-way with his wife. And, like, like work sucks. Like, nobody wants to work. Um, what was, what was that, what was that thing you sent me the other day called? It was like, you know, the interviewer is looking at your resume and, you know, notices a gap on your employment. He's like, could you explain this gap to me? And you're like, that was the only time I had any sort of like enjoyment in my adult life. <laughs> can you explain you know? this gap on your resume? Yeah. That is when I felt joy for the only time in my adult life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I like my job, but like, it's not fun. You know, like I, I really enjoy my not work time more than I enjoy my work time. And, like, this just makes it 
so I mean, could you imagine going to work every day and having to deal with some dipshit frat boy who's you know harassing you and trying to grab some other senior manager's dick? Like I don't, I don't, I don't need that in my life. I really don't need that in my life. So. The fallout so far has been like, like I said, there's a big walkout today. Um, Apparently 500 uh, people from Ubisoft have actually signed a uh, like a a public statement in solidarity with these folks. Um, I think there was a a one at Blizzard 2 with 200, 2000 people signing it, just saying like this, this can't go on, you know, like they've got to fix the industry. Um, Prima Games, which like if you're old like me, you remember Prima Games as the the company that like made all the hint guides, and now they probably have a website where they make hint guides. Um, is has actually said they are going to stop doing any sort of coverage for Activision or Ubisoft games until they fix this. Um, there's another site called The Gamer, which I've never heard of, which is also halting coverage of Activision Blizzard game, and uh, f- uh, apparently a big YouTube channel called Game Explain is uh, also going to stop covering Blizzard games. So, like, there, there's been a little bit of fallout, but I, I don't think, like, some, I don't think a lawsuit's going to solve this. I don't think, um, you know, Prima Games not doing coverage on it is going to, to you know, do anything. It's going to take a, this only gets solved, I, let's be frank, this company's worth billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. They could find them a billion dollars and they wouldn't notice it. They could find them $2 billion and it would suck, but they wouldn't notice it. That's not going and to, they're not, it's going to be like, yeah, a, it's going to be a million dollar fine. Yeah. It's going to be, what was it? Uh, Wells Fargo made $14 billion in the quarter that they were fined like a hundred million dollars. 40. Yeah. Yeah. For, you know, essentially doing an illegal thing a hundred thousand times. So, you know, like, yeah, you're right. They're not going to, they're not going to blink the fine that that the state of California is bringing against them. Um, The only thing that will change this kind of problem in the industry is unionization among the employees. Um, And, and to be quite frank, like gamers, uh, gamers demanding better journalists demanding better. um, And, but but probably I, I don't I don't really think anything can change unless the the people that work there get the power to say that this is enough. And that goes I guess the thing is is how many more companies do we have to look at to have this happen before we go like, hey, maybe this is a problem. You know, we know that it happens at Ubisoft. See- Seems like every big uh, company seems to have some sort of issue like this. Well, know. and I mean, it's it's not just the big ones either. It's, you know, yeah. we know that it's, it's Ubisoft. Ones, we know it's... that it's Riot. We know that it's Quantic Dreams. We know that it's Activision Blizzard. So you know that this is probably a problem at EA. Yeah. You know this is probably a problem um, at, you know, these other big things. And and you know it's a problem at little ones, too. There's been, there's been a, I mean, what's his name that made... Um, uh, Night in the Woods, not Scott yeah, Benson, yeah. but Alexi, Alex, whatever his name is. Like, I mean, that dude did all sorts of horrible things and, and ultimately committed suicide over it. So it's it's not just it's not just big developers; it's small developers yeah. too. Um, but also, like, this is a problem at, at probably you know anywhere you work. It's a at problem at AT and T. It's a problem at yeah, you know. Workers need better protections because the answer is, you know, you see this a lot on Twitter right now is, well, why didn't they just quit? Like, 
I don't know about you, Cole, but I can't just quit my job. Nope. No, <laughs> like, no. Like, <laughs> I have like health insurance tied to my job. Yeah, I have, yeah. you know, like my ability to pay my rent tied to my job. Um, you know, it's it's not just a matter of, oh, well, I'll just quit and find another job. And yeah. and I mean, it's, it's finding jobs is easy. I... Yeah, it's super easy. You just like throw a rock and you yeah. hit one. Yeah. Um, and and finding you know another job with the same pay scale and the same uh-huh. security and the same seniority, and you know not having to move to another state to get it, and you know like you can't just quit your job. Like the job needs to get fixed. Um, and, and again, like the only way this will get fixed is if people demand it. I I would actually really like to see, um, not that not that like Microsoft probably doesn't have some of this problem too because I'm, again they're a huge tech company that has uh, a very male centric workforce. I'm sure they do, um, but like they seem like the type of company in this industry that could say we demand better and actually get results. Um, yeah. You know. I don't. I don't think that Microsoft would Question. ever say. Yeah, Will yeah, that hurt yeah. their bottom line? Yeah. yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. There's a problem. But I think that Microsoft is at least right now um, playing a game where they're they they really are at least saying that they care about um, things like accessibility. They care about things like um, gamers being harassed. They care about. Um, you know, a lot of these the, these types of issues um, around video games. And I think that they are in a very, a very, they're in a place right now where they could come out and say, we can't have this in the industry. And if we don't find a solution for it, it, it is going to affect your ability to put games on our systems. Um, and I, I don't know if they would, I, I would even just like, and maybe they have, I haven't looked, but it's something that people have to start making statements about. It's it's something that um, you know big players in this industry have to start taking seriously, or else it will never be fixed. Um, like the the bad news, of course, for that is, as I was reading Twitter actually while I was waiting for you to figure out why your internet wasn't working, and a bunch of people were like, you know, yeah, I I, I lost more followers today on Twitter talking in support of Activision Blizzard than I've lost for anything else I've ever said, and like. That's the problem is is not only do not only do gaming companies need to fix their problems, but like gaming needs to fix its problems. Well, um, yeah, which is which is harder. Um, it's you know, I think the thing is if, if if Activision Blizzard has a frat boy culture within its within its its stuff, I would say that gaming also has a, a pretty general frat boy culture within its ranks and it's something like I don't I don't think it's something that I can fix. I don't think it's something you can fix, but it's something that you can call out when you see people being assholes online. So I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna point out that I once argued with someone on the IGN forums that the N word was racist. So <laughs> I think trying to you know yeah. say like, well I mean the gamers need to do better better. I don't know. Like yeah. I just don't see I don't see that happening. <laughs> I think I think it is one of those things where uh I think I think having that argument is is to some degree worth it though. You know what I mean? Like it's 
maybe you won't change anybody's minds. Um, you're, you're, you're never going to change that person's mind and convince them that that is, in fact, racist. But maybe you'll convince someone else that's reading that post that, you know. I I will say, I had several people come to their defense. So. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, Cole, I'm, I'm circling back. Why don't we just burn it down and start over? Like, yeah, have, uh, you, have you ever given any consideration that maybe climate change is actually a good thing? I, I'm, I'm just <laughs> investing in Bitcoin in hopes of acceleration. Oh, man. All right, well... I've got Best several of, lawnmowers running out in my front yard right now. <laughs> Best of luck to to all the people at Activision Blizzard who have had to deal with this. It's terrible. Um, obviously, it's something that that we do not support. Um, again, not that I have like any pull, um, but like, hey, go go us, I guess. Um, and and hopefully, maybe I mean, I'm not hopeful that it will lead to change, but maybe 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 that would be great if it would. So we'll see. All right, on to I guess happier news, better news, different news. Um, Dead Space is getting a remake, and it's coming to the PS5, Xbox. Uh, Series X and the PC. So Colby's playing this game right now, and it it already looks pretty great, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I loaded it up not long ago, and like that game that game holds up, but it's going to be uh, completely redone uh, by Motive. Um, I'm trying to remember what other like I know Motive is a big developer within EA, but I'm trying to remember what they've done. Um, it, it's not coming to me, but that's fine. Um, apparently, it's going to be rebuilt from the ground up. It's going to use the Frostbite engine, which, you know, it's it's that engine that EA uses that runs everything from FIFA soccer to need for speed to role-playing games for some reason. Um, it, it all they makes did sense. Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Squadrons. Oh, okay. Well, that was two games that I liked-ish. Um, you know, it, it'll be fine. Um but it's going to, you know, they're they're redoing this. It's going to look great. It's going to take advantage of all of the the new fancy things that that you know video games take advantage of these days. Like, um, I'm actually, it's going to take advantage advantage of 3D audio, which I think will actually make that game yeah. like that game is a game made for 3D audio. But you're going to have you know shiny reflections and all of your uh, HDRs and all that stuff. Hopefully, so. corpses no longer get stuck to you as you're walking. <laughs> I mean, Cole, let's be honest. Is that is that is that something you want fixed? I mean, kind of, because <laughs> I had the same problem in uh, uh, Dark Souls, where like the second the body dies, it just becomes weightless, <laughs> and like you <laughs> kick one, it's like moves six feet. I'm like, I don't think that's how bodies work. <laughs> Did or you they really... get caught on you? No, no, I don't think that is how bodies work. Did you play either of the other Dead Space games? No, I have not played any other. I probably I will at some point because they're uh, they're on. Uh, Game Pass. Game Pass, yeah. And so I probably will at some point. But so, so out of curiosity, what made you did Did you start playing Dead Space before or after this announcement? Before a day before, I said on Twitter so that they sh there should be a a new Dead Space uh, like remake. And literally, I think the next day they're like, "Hey, new Dead Space remake." And but you've already started playing it. Uh huh. Like That's to the point awesome. where I'm like, "Well, when is this coming out? Because should I just like I'm only a couple hours in." <laughs> Um, I Dead Space is a, an interesting game. If you haven't played it before, um, you're exploring like a, a, a like an abandoned space station that's been taken over by these aliens. But the interesting part is, is like you're not like a you're not like a, a super 
space marine or anything like you're just a dude and your guns are like i don't know like a giant staple gun and <laughs> like it's like literally like science equipment you find on the ship um, yeah it's it's what it is is that you have to dismember the bad guys uh-huh. that, like shooting them doesn't work so you have to like shoot their legs off and stuff so interesting game very interesting game yeah. so that that is actually like we don't talk a lot in this podcast about like speculative games that are coming out because a there's probably other podcasts that do it better um like like if you're in the industry you're always going to do better than than we are going like i don't know i read some articles about dead space um but i'm, I'm excited about that one it's, it's one of my yeah. like kind of games i've always been really into so we'll, we'll we'll talk more about that when it comes out i'm i'm definitely going to give that one a go um I kind of talked a little bit about this earlier. So EA currently, like EA sports games, right? Um, they say they currently have an audience of about 230 million players, which is which is admittedly a lot. And that's across yeah. console, it's across PC in what weird limited ways they do PC stuff and, and mobile too, because they do have mobile versions of some of their sports games. Um, but they really want to expand their reach out to 500 million gamers which I mean, it makes sense like I, I can I can absolutely see that um, but this is this is an interesting quote okay so what they say is that their expansion will involve new business models new geographies and uh, they're really interested in uh, making the expansion uh, involve social media within their games. And I I don't know what that means, Cole, but I'm absolutely terrified by the idea that they, they you know, the, the exact quote is that it's, it's creating social networks within its titles. Um, have you played a, a, an EA sports game recently? I haven't played any EA Sports. Well, I suppose I played uh, FIFA two years ago. But yeah, so like I, every time a new FIFA comes onto like EA Access, I, I load it up and try it, and because I, I, I literally, I really do enjoy like video game soccer. It's lots of fun. Um, but I mean, if you're like me, what I want to do in video game soccer is go in, choose the team I support. Um, and then play that team against a computer. And every single year, that gets harder and harder and harder. Like, you, you boot up FIFA, and the first thing it makes you do is play, like, the second half of a game where you're <laughs> Manchester United against some other team, which I ultimately lose because I don't even know how the controls work. Um, and then, like, I spend about 20 minutes trying to figure out how to play a single-player game where it's not matching me online with someone or making me play some sort of tournament or making me like simulate a season or it's these games are already so damn complicated and they're always those kind of games that you like if you haven't played it in a while it's gonna like load up and then like make you click through like 25 like hey we're syncing things hey did you know there's this hey would you like to buy some dlc hey would you i'm like no i i literally all i want to do is play play i want to play real salt lake against I don't know, the Rapids. Like, that's all I want. And I want my roster to be vaguely current, and I would like the players to not be terrible. Um, like, Oh, well, then you don't want Real Salt Lake. 
Well, no, no, I mean look terrible. <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. Well, then you don't. <laughs> yeah. Remember when Beckerman, like, so uh, Real Salt Lake has a, had a player named Kyle Beckerman, and he was, like, best known for having, like, these kind of awesome white dude dreadlocks. And, like, FIFA just was like, nah, whatever. He's just a guy. <laughs> he's white. He's got hair. Um, like, I, I'm interested in what they're trying to do because I like soccer, but I just can't imagine that the idea of creating, like I said, social connections within <laughs> their soccer game, within their football game, within, I don't know, any of those things is going to, I just want to play, I just want to play a soccer game, Cole. I, why can't I just play soccer? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I just can't. There's no way I can look at this and say that this is going to make these games better. <laughs> so good for them. I hope they hit 500 million people. It will probably not include me. Um, all right. So we talked earlier about. Um, we've talked about Bitcoin a few times during this this podcast because it's stupid. Um, initially, I, I'd heard this idea and and I thought this might be a dumber idea than investing in Bitcoin. And then I decided that no. Um, this is actually not. So are, are you familiar with the Nintendo World Championship cartridges called? Do you know what those are? Are those I, those like super expensive ones? That... Yeah, I, I think Fred Savage probably won one in the Wiz, if I had to guess. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, they, they were, they're super expensive. They were um, essentially prizes that were given away if you won like the Nintendo World Championship. Um they, they were the ones, were they the ones that were like super, they were up until recently one of the most expensive things? Yeah. Because, yeah, okay. There just aren't very many of them. Um, each cartridge has a, like a copy of Ridge Racer, Super Mario Brothers, and Tetris. I think actually that's how you won the Nintendo World Championship is you actually played those games. It was like a remix yeah. of all three of them. And then whoever got the highest score won the Nintendo World Championship and they gave you this cartridge. Um, and so there's just not a lot of them. Um, and pretty well... Like ones that are, are well kept up um, sell for between say one hundred and fifty and two hundred thousand um, dollars, and and you don't find them very often, which is why it was very strange. Where and I don't know what store it is. It was in Seattle, um, and there's not a lot of used game stores in Seattle, to be honest. Um, someone actually brought one in and wanted to trade it in with a bunch of other games, and they ended up buying it for thirteen thousand dollars, which is still a lot. Um, but this yeah. particular cartridge has made it into, I'm going to call it an investment scheme. And I don't, I don't mean that it's like, I'm going to say that in the same way I would say a pyramid scheme or like a, what was it that Bernie Madoff did? Um, what are those called? Jeez, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. Uh. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm not going to say that they're of the same level, but the idea is, is they've got this Nintendo cartridge, right? And they're just hanging on to it. It's, it's like probably in a bank vault somewhere. But if you, um, they're doing a it, Ponzi yeah, scheme. Yeah, Ponzi scheme. Um, so there's a company called Otis, and it's, it's an investment platform that specializes in cultural assets. And so what you do is for $10, you can buy a piece of this Nintendo game. And they'll sell X number of pieces. And then at some point in time, they will sell this video game. Um, they're, they're estimating that it could sell for as much as, I think, $211,000, $215,000. And then depending on how many pieces they are and how big of a cut Otis gets, um, you'll make 
more money. And of course, the more shares of this video game you buy called, the more you could make. Um, or I guess if they can't sell it for that much money, um, maybe, maybe you'll lose some money. Um, I, like this could be one of those things that I look at and like, man, five years from now, I'll just kick myself for not buying Bitcoin when Bitcoin so, was $10 a share. But so it's for the one video game though, right? Correct. Yeah, or are they the doing one, it with others? No, just this video game. So, so it costs 13,000 to buy. Well, so so and, a shop bought it for $13,000 yeah, and then 13, presumably sold it to Otis for more than that. Okay. So let's say we'll just go with a nice round number of 50,000. Yeah. So let's say they sell 10 shares. Yeah. At 10,000 a piece to Ten, make back $10 a piece. It's only $10. Wait, what? How so many you can, sells are, sh- how many shares are they selling? I would guess thousands and thousands and thousands. But Cole, you could buy more than one. So could I potentially, (laughs) let's say, so are they selling more than they, like the 50,000? Yeah, I would assume so. My guess is that they are going to sell, uh, I I do not know. I did not look super into this because I thought it was stupid. (laughs) My guess is they are going to sell. business and can I just go beat them up? My guess is they are going to sell $200,000 worth of shares for this thing. They're going to sell this video game for $215,000. You're going to find out that Otis takes a 30% cut, <laughs> cut and all yeah. of a sudden you're going to get $9 back. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll work out great, Cole. Maybe it'll absolutely work out great. And maybe it won't. these quote-unquote investors will make like I said, maybe this is one of those things that I'm going to look at. You know, like I, I, I knew a lot of people that got into Bitcoin real early and were buying Bitcoin for like $100 of Bitcoin. I was like, that seems stupid, but maybe it'll be fine. And man, if I bought into Bitcoin at $100, I would just, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I'd be sitting on a beach drinking some sort of fruity drink now. Um, but instead, I'm, I'm here working for a living and, and, you know, doing this podcast. But, so you uh, want to know the great thing? At least you're not Lily Allen. I don't know who that is. So she's an English singer? Yeah, yeah. Um, so in 2009, she turned down a gig that was going to be paid in oh, Bitcoin. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 200,000 Bitcoin. Yeah, that was a mistake. Which is now billions. worth billions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that kind of thing that makes me look at something. But I mean, that's the problem, Cole, is that that's the kind of thing that makes this kind of thing look smart to everyone. Um, and instead, like, you know, Bernie Madoff steals your money and you end <laughs> yeah, up in the prison exactly. and you're Kira Sedgwick okay. and going like, man, how did I get taken in by this guy? Yeah. Um, well, I, he's I dead now, I think. So. Well, I mean, if he isn't, he will be soon. And no, he did die. You're right. He's in hell now, Cole. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just can't. There's no part of me that thinks this is a good idea. It, it's either they're going to like run away with your money. I, I don't know. They appear to be a legit company. So maybe maybe it'll be fine. Whatever. All right. Uh, speaking of Bitcoin, this is actually not a good transition. But Bitcoin is the reason RTX 390s cost about, what, I don't know, $1,000 a piece, $1,500 a piece. They're hard to get. That's the moral of the story. Is, is if you can get an RTX 360, uh, the, the video cards from the fine folks at NVIDIA, you're going to be paying a lot for it. But odds are good you can't get one. If you are playing Amazon's New World, uh, our MMO, which is currently actually doing really well. It's on, it, like, Amazon has had 
a series of strikeouts. Like, I mean, this they have not launched a single game successfully. But New Worlds appears like it might be that game. It's had like uh, the it's a closed beta, and they've had uh, almost two hundred thousand people playing over the weekends. So, like, doing well. Um, the downside is is apparently if you have specific RTX three nineties. Um, and are playing this game in the beta, um, it really wants the fans on your uh, video card to spin at about, oh, 200,000 RPM. You might be shocked to find out that that isn't uh, a speed that video cards really are, are made for. And so after your computer hovers up off the ground, um, your video card bricks and doesn't start anymore. Um it's not awesome. The, the, my favorite part about this is Amazon is like, no, 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 absolutely not. Not our problem. Must be something else. Um, EVGA, which is the company that makes those video cards, is like, oh, shoot, yeah, our bad. We'll give you new ones. So <laughs> for EVGA to be replacing video cards that literally sell for, I mean, I would say safely $1,500 some somebody has to be wrong, and I, I don't want to assume it's Amazon. <laughs> but there have been uh, there's been many 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 reports of this. I mean, I don't know if it's like thousands, but I mean, like how many people have thirty nineties? I can't imagine it's it's a bunch. And I mean, of the two hundred thousand people that have, uh, you know, that are playing this game, how many of them could actually have thirty nineties? So any any amount is is a lot. So it's not. It's not great. <laughs> Apparently you go in, like, this person said he went in and adjusted their video quality and the GPU seized up. <laughs> so, excellent. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. So, might be a good game. You may not want to play it if you've got a high-end video card, at least for now. All right, Cole. You're old enough to remember the uh, the late 90s, right? <laughs> yes, I was an adult, <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't I don't think that was true. You were 17 in 1999. You were still a wee child. I I guess the last half was, of 1999. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, you were an adult. Do you remember yeah. like this has happened twice, right? Um there was a while in the late 90s where they named everything an E something. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, everything became an E something, and then when they stopped naming then later everything, it became I something, an I something. For some reason, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer has decided to slide a solid 20, 25 years into the past and rename Pro Evolution Soccer to E Football. It is a <laughs> it is a new game that is going to be called E Football, and that is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. Like I. Who? I mean, Pro Evolution Soccer was not a great uh, name to begin with. But. It is. It is not a good, it, especially for a game that is very, uh, very uh, like Europe focused. It is not a. Yeah. Uh, it is not good. Although apparently in Japan, it is called something even dumber. I'm gonna have to look it up because it was something even stupider. Uh, Winning eleven in Japan is the new Evolution <laughs> Soccer. So we, I think we can, I think we can, we can make the conclusion that the folks who make, I think it's made by Konami, maybe I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The folks who make Pro Evolution Soccer are not good at naming things. Um, winning eleven is not good. Pro Evolution Soccer is not good. E football. Probably sits in the middle. Like eFootball is worse than pro, pro Evolution Soccer, but better than Winning Eleven. So, 
it's it's like a it's like an average. It works okay. Um, but the interesting thing is, is they're taking the new new e football game they're making and making it free to play. So this was FIFA. FIFA Soccer's biggest competitor, although like if you've played both of them, I don't think Pro Evolution Soccer is great, but neither here nor there. Um, and they do not have the MLS license, which is kind of my my bag. So, but whatever. Um, the game is going to become free to play. It's coming to the PlayStation Four, Five, the Series X, the Xbox One, and PC this fall, along with iO uh, iOS and Android. And it's going to have crossplay between all of those. So if you're on an uh, on an iPhone. And you have a controller plugged into your iPhone. You're going to be able to play crossplay uh, on your iPhone versus people on a PC and versus people on an Xbox, which is kind of interesting. Um, apparently, it's going to start out with I think nine um, like European teams. You're going to be able to buy DLC to add extra teams to it. So the entire thing is kind of going like I'm, I'm sure if you want to, you can just play this game forever for absolutely free. If you want to, you know, add on. Uh, you know, other stuff, they're going to let you purchase um, DLC to, to add new teams and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's an interesting it's an interesting strategy for a game type that I've always kind of wondered, like, why why does Madden release every year and cost somewhere between $60 and $70? Um, when oftentimes what you're getting is like a little bit of a, you know, like, hey, we made the physics engine better um, and you yeah. get team updates. I, I've never understood why FIFA isn't something you buy once every four years and then every year you download like a new team DLC or you buy a season pass to get new team DLC and then they could really put out very meaningful updates in, in the in-betweens. And this is kind of looks like maybe that, is what they're going to do. Um, they'll be no longer will they have uh, you know any sort of paid stuff. There will be you know yearly up yearly updates with new seasons, new players, and then the entire thing will be supported via cosmetics and uh, and you know DLC and 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 that kind of stuff. So it's it's an interesting it's an interesting take when you look at what EA is. I guess adding social connections to their video <laughs> games, um, and Pro Evolution Soccer is just saying like, "Hey, man, if you want to play this game, regardless of what console you're on, regardless of what phone you're on, and you want to play with your friends, we'll make that happen." Um, it's it's a very interesting. I mean, we don't know what EA's approach will be. Like I said, my guess is not good, um, but it's an interesting take to 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 do. I don't know. Would you play a Would you play a soccer game on your phone call? No, well, no. I mean, because you play, you had it on the Switch, right? I did. Well, how was that? Not great. Not great. Yeah, I've I've played FIFA on my phone uh, before. It was all right. Yeah, Not great. I, I played but... FIFA. Uh, it was actually pretty decent on the Vita. Oddly, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've got two seasons of it on, uh, like I think nineteen and. Maybe I just have 19. It wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to watch. Like I said, I've played Pro Evolution Soccer before, like on the Xbox, and, and did not like it nearly as much as I liked FIFA, but it also might be one of those games that like I'm just willing to download and screw around with every once in a while when I get a like, little bit of soccer itch, so we'll see. I, I think Sega should bring back Worldwide Soccer. Absolutely. Worldwide Soccer was amazing. I can I can absolutely get behind that. So, All right. Uh, up next, we've got uh, Ubisoft has announced a new 6v6 multiplayer shooter that is going to be free to play. So like I think you can pretty much say this is aimed directly at Valorant. Um, 
Speaking of bad names, it is called X Defiant. Um, that's an uppercase X Defiant. Um, it's set in the Tom Clancy universe, so it's going to be like you're, you're going to be able to choose. Um, a team made up of players from different Tom Clancy games. So, like, folks from Splinter Cell are going to yeah. be in there. Folks from The Division are going to be in there. Folks from Ghost Recon are going to be on there. Um, I do enjoy... I searched for X-Defiant, and the first thing that came up was, who is Tom Clancy's X-Defiant for, exactly? <laughs> I Ouch, Forbes. <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft unveils X Defiant and fans aren't happy about it. Yeah, it's, it's mm, it'll be fine. Um, I think it's very interesting when when big companies choose to put a game out that is trying to fill the space that a game already very successfully fills. Um, have you ever played Valorant? No. It's very good. It's very good. Um, like, my biggest complaint about it is the match times are too long. Like, you can't sit down and play a quick game of Valorant. Like, the matches last, like, 45 minutes to an hour, which is kind of dumb. But, uh, and, and maybe that's where this one will shine. But uh, I am interested in companies taking, I assume, what is a lead from Fortnite and trying to make, like, AAA free-to-play games that are supported via microtransactions um i can't necessarily say i like that better than just paying for a game but at the same time like i never would have paid 60 dollars for valorant but absolutely was happy to download it and play it for extra life with a bunch of folks you know um and honestly we finished playing i'm like that game is awesome we should totally do this again and i've never played it again since then so you know i, I think there's there's a space for games like this um and unlike, like, Valorant is PC only, which I think kind of holds it back. And this one is going to be cross-platform, I believe. So um, whether or not you'll be able to play uh, with other people cross-platform is, is probably kind of uh, to be seen. But it, you will be, able, will be able to play it together on the Xbox if we want, which is nice. Um, and, and presumably you'll be able to play it cross-platform. So, um, And it is going to support Stadia and Luna, which is, which is nice as well. So it'll be finally something to use my my not Luna subscription for, I guess. Um, I don't know. Is that, is that like, have, you haven't played a lot of those kind of games recently. Is that something that would like, I but back in the day recently, you mean at all? Yeah. Well, but I mean, like you've played a little bit of overwatch, right? I mean, probably like actual overwatch, probably less than like three hours. Yeah. I don't know. Like as someone who used to be really good at those kind of games, it would be, It'd be interesting to see what you'd think about something like this. So I don't know. We'll yeah. we'll see. I liked I liked the characters in the division. I had some some thoughts about the division that do, were maybe do, not positive. Do I get to be the fascist or the fascist? In pretty sure it's the Tom Clancy universe, so probably the fascist. <laughs> the fascist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So whatever, it's fine. Uh, all right. Last up, um, are you familiar with where the water tastes like wine, Cole? I am. Yeah, so this is a game, uh, I cannot remember the guy's name, unfortunately. His name is very long and very Scandinavian-sounding. Nordhagen is his last name, and his first name is worse than that, as I recall. Super nice guy, though. I met him at PAX one time. Go ahead. Does he love canned heat? I assume he does. Um, I don't know why, though. Doesn't everyone like canned heat? Well, I mean, that's, we're going to where the water tastes like wine. Oh, very good. Shoot, man, I'm sorry, yeah. Um, we're going up the country. I just wasn't asking yeah. about... His, his first name is... 
Johanneman, I assume. There's so many N's in it. J-O-H-N-N-E-M-A-N-N. Um, I met him at PAX 2018, probably. Super nice guy. He was uh, he worked on Gone Home, and I think before that worked on um, the second uh, Bioshock game. Bioshock 2, I believe. Um the, the Where the Water Tastes Like Wine display at PAX was probably one of the best PAX displays I've ever seen. It was huge. Um, it had, like, this whole, like, kind of old-world facade around it. There was, like, bales of hay you sat on to play the games. Um, it was it was really neat. Um, and, unfortunately, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine came out and just, like, tanked. Like, made no money, um, unfortunately. It's a, it's a really interesting, like, combination, like, uh, visual novel mixed with some kind of storytelling elements and um puzzles uh like written by i think like 30 something different people um like in the games industry uh, like a lot of people like if you listen to um, like the waypoint podcast like austin um uh, she don't remember austin's last name austin walker wrote for it Gita jackson i think who uh is on waypoint now wrote for them it's, it's just an interesting game it's like a really interesting idea um that unfortunately like did not was not commercially successful at all. Um, it is on Game Pass, I believe, now. So you can, I think you can play that for free. Um, the interesting thing, and the reason that we're talking about it, is an article came out about it on Kotaku. Um, on the PC only, this game actually has a, a, uh, an achievement you can't get. So now, like, to, to give you a little bit of the setting of this game, it's, it's set in probably... Like the 1900s, early 1900s, 19-teens, 1920s, and you play kind of a, like a, like essentially a vagabond who's going across the story, uh, across the country collecting stories from different interesting people um, with the idea of eventually reaching uh, the end of the game uh, which is like the 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 nirvana, the Eden of this story, where the water tastes like wine. And uh, the developer said one of the big themes of where the water tastes like wine is the idea that America promises a lot to its people, but fails that promise for most of them. Throughout the game, you hear stories that. Uh, critical race theory deniers are trying to sanitize from America's historical records. Stories of the rape of indigenous lands, labor struggles, and the bleak reality of black life under Jim Crow. There's no place in the real America where the water tastes like wine, and he wanted the achievement to reflect that. So when he was doing it, um, Steam achievements were added very late in the game, as they often are with video games. And he said that having the, you know, 100-point Steam achievement of, like, hey, you won, felt really cheap to him. And so he says that the game is supposed to be wistful and still full of yearning at the end. It's not a resolution. Using the metagame tools that Steam provided, I could drive home. Hey, you're still searching this country, and these people are still searching. Nothing is solved here. There's no destination. Just a journey and a lot of work building the game, building, uh, building together. And so even after you beat the game, you cannot get the where the water tastes like wine achievement. And it was supposed to be this like, hey, the reason you can't get this achievement is because you're supposed to think about it. It's supposed to be introspective. It's supposed to mean something in this game. And of course, because gamers are terrible, they're just super pissed off that they can't get all the achievements for this game. Um, people are, are like not purchasing the game because they can't imagine playing a game where you can't get all the achievements. Um I don't know. I I thought How that was dare they <laughs> right. I thought it was a very interesting. Uh, I thought it was a very interesting take on uh, using achievements to actually say something. 
uh, versus just like, hey, I hung around long enough to like get that last pop on that. So <laughs> it's 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 an interesting idea. Um, it's a game that I've been meaning to play. Like that game has been on my two playlist for a long time. And unfortunately, as cool as it is, it's really long. It's like a twenty or thirty hour game, and so I've just never never done it. But maybe I'll have to give it a try now. Um, the good news is if you're on the Xbox or the PlayStation, you apparently can't play those games with uh, with achievements. So you can get all of them if you play it on a console. So uh, yeah, check it out. It's it's it looks cool, and he's done some some interesting things in the past. And it was probably the <coughs> year I I played it, which was probably twenty. Oh, I'm going to say 17. It was one of my favorite games that I played at PAX. So check that out. All right. Next up, Cole, please help me. Uh, hey, Vinny. What up, yo? That was great. That was got, got questions. So Vinny has a question that he's not sure if he's asked before recently or not. And quite frankly, my brain was garbage uh, when he gave it to me. So I can't remember either. So if, if Vinny's answered this, asked this question recently... <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. We'll answer it again. Maybe we'll come up with a different answer Whatever. this time. So Vinny wants to know, what is the one game we know is coming out that you can't wait to get your hands on and why? Oh, right. Because he actually asked. Because the last time he asked it, he says, and why is it Halo? <laughs> yep. uh, it's probably a month ago. That's fine, Vinny. No, Vinny has asked a question for, like, if we're at 244 episodes, I think that means Vinny's asked, like, 234, 35 questions. Like, it, it's hard to come up with a, a like, and Vinny, Vinny never is like, I don't know, what's your favorite toothpaste? Um, like, not that I don't. You en- should start doing that. I, not that I don't enjoy those those questions because I think we often have uh, answers that are interesting to me. I don't know if they're interesting to anybody else, but that's fine. Uh, he asks like a gaming related question every week, so like props to Vinny. I think it's great. Um, so what is a game you know it's coming out that you can't wait to get your hands on a while? Let's skip the games coming out this month because we already talked about the, like, 12 Seconds is coming out this month. Uh, yeah, next month. 12 Seconds is coming out next month. Um, uh, Psychonauts is coming out next month. What else? What were the other games coming out next month that were... Hades. Hades is coming out next month if you haven't tried that yet. Um, Skatebird is coming out next month. I'm excited about that. So, like, go listen to our, our Games Coming Out Next Month podcast to find out what games we're excited about next month. Um, Kiwi's coming out. I'm excited about that. But what what what's the big game this year that you're excited about playing? What's what's the one AAA game this, you'll buy year? this year? Yeah, I think I know what mine is. I think it's the same for you. I don't know a single AAA game that's coming out. Far uh, Cry is Far 6. Cry coming out? Yeah. I thought that was pushed till next year. Man, like fine if it is, like whatever, but <laughs> I thought I thought Far Cry 6 got pushed back, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe You it's might still actually be right. Like it's possibly that was the one that got pushed. It, maybe it got pushed into the next quarter. It says October. No, October so. 7th. So it could happen. I'm very excited about Far Cry. Um Yeah. I, I will be honest, I think I'm going to be disappointed at Far Cry, though, because really what I want is Far Cry 5 again, and I think Far Cry 5 was a little different than some of the other Far Cry games. Um, not that I didn't enjoy 4, um, and I played a little bit of Primal, and I enjoyed those too, but Far Cry 5 had a, a, a very particular story that I really liked, um, and also didn't like at the same time, but I don't know. I, I'm excited about Far Cry 6. That is definitely a game I'm looking forward to, so... I'm excited about my time at Sandrock. 
I'm also excited. What's that fishing game? That like Voxley fishing game that's Moonlight, coming out? Yeah. Moonlight or Glo- Moonlight Bay? Moonlight Bay. I'm excited about Moonlight Bay Moon too. Glo- Moonglow Moon Bay. Moonglow Bay. I don't know, man. Like the kind of games I get excited about these days are very different than the kind of games I got excited about even two years ago. So like it, I'm, I'm excited when games come to Game Pass now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about uh, my time at Sandrock though. Yeah, that looks fun. Uh, there's a game I... I don't know... I don't know if it's coming or when it's coming to console, though. So there's a uh, I actually kickstarted uh, a game like that. I wish I could remember what it's called. Uh, another kind of life simmy kind of game. I actually bought two copies yeah. of it so I could play. Oh, pr- uh, Coral Island is what I'm looking forward yeah, to too. Yeah, yeah so. I might have done that one. I don't know. Yeah, so there was like a, a, there was a time where like 15 games were coming out that I'm like I want to do all of those, but I don't have the money to yeah i think coral island's only coming to pc immediately i think they had a stretch goal of coming Mm -hmm. to console um that they made but i think it'll come to pc originally so i don't know that could be fun too uh okay next question is from princess megan she says what is your favorite flavor of ice cream hers is strawberry which i think surprised everyone in our discord because i don't think i've ever met anyone whose favorite flavor of ice cream was strawberry like i like strawberry ice cream it's fine absolutely fine are we going like favorite base flavor or just like favorite favorite ice cream what's your favorite ice ice cream cream? see that's a hard one i know i don't know to be honest like for me it's almost any ice cream that isn't chocolate uh chocolate ice cream is fine it's fine like I'm, i'm not I will eat I chocolate ice cream. Chocolate base. No, I do not. I am very much a prefer mm-hmm. vanilla base. Um, I, like probably my favorite stuff is anytime you take a vanilla base and then add a bunch of crap to it. So like I like moose tracks. I like caramel moose tracks. Um, but also like I like weird ice creams too. Like have you read the unicorn ice cream they sell at Target? Mm-hmm. It's like blue. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like yeah, it's interesting. It's good. You know. Um, I. Uh, if, if, the cheddar cheese ice cream. Oh, man, that's so gross. I'd try it, though. I'd try it. I'd absolutely try it. Um, I've only seen it once, and it was at a birthday party, but it had been sitting out long enough that it was, like, way meltier than I wanted to, like, well, I'm going to try it. Like, if it had been frozen, frozen, frozen yeah, I would try it. But. Um, I, I, we are literally, like, I, I would say when we go to the store to get ice cream, we absolutely are the type of people that... Uh, go and then look for whatever brand is on sale and then just like choose a flavor out of that. Um, I, I, I like mint ice you know cream, mint chocolate chip ice cream a lot or mint chip ice cream, I guess. You know what I'm sad you can't get anymore? Mm. I haven't seen it for years. Spumoni. Oh, you get Spumoni still. I have not seen Spumoni. Huh. I've searched for Spumoni and cannot find it's it. It's just time for you to take a trip to the old spaghetti factory, Call Get some Spumoni. I know. Spumoni. That's the only place where you can get it. Yeah. I, I've like, seen the store I've, every I've once in a while. I've seen. I've been to several stores and have not been able to find it. Spumoni's good. Spumoni's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I, I tend to like things that are like vanilla-based with maybe some sort of caramel, some sort of chocolate, maybe nuts, you know, some candy I'm bits the opposite it. of that. I like everything chocolate. Yeah. Not a big chocolate fan. Like, it's fine. Like I said, I would not... I don't... So, what's your least favorite ice cream flavor? I don't know. Like, do you remember wasabi ice cream? I do. That was terrible. Wasabi ice cream is absolutely the worst ice remember cream. Remember black licorice ice cream? Good. I don't, but I think I'd love it. Yeah, I could really good. get behind that. Yeah. 
Um, like probably my least favorites is again, I really don't like a lot of like vanilla base. I mean, I'll eat them, but yeah. I'd much prefer chocolate base. Interesting. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the exact Colby and I are just like chocolate and vanilla. Um, exactly. I guess. I don't know. I, it's fine. We'll, so, so me, you and Megan will just get a thing of Neapolitan ice cream. It's perfect. Bam. It's perfect. God, I love that. That's great thinking. I like that. You've, you've had the birthday cake remix from Coldstone. Uh-huh. I like that a lot. That's good. All right. Uh, Prime fan wants to know is what is the best and worst video game series? What do, you, what do you think your favorite video game series and your least favorite video game series is called? I don't know because like <laughs> I, I think I've talked about it before where I said like, oh yeah, no, I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. And then I think about it. I'm like, oh no, I just really like Final Fantasy yeah. 3. Um, like I'm a huge Zelda fan. And then for like the longest time of like, oh no, I've only played like three of those yeah. games. Um, I am absolutely not the person. I I don't think there is a single. Uh, I've played every single Mass Effect game, but I did not beat yeah. three. So yeah, um, I really like Mass Effect. Uh, Kotor uh, one and two were both really good. Yeah. Um, Far Cry. I have played every single main story Far Cry, and the only one I didn't like is two. Oh, so you played one even. Um, Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you didn't like two because two is the one that there is a, most people. Yeah, the people that really under like narrative games really like two. So yeah, I didn't. I tried it several times yeah. and have not been able to. Um. So like I don't know. It's really hard for me to yeah. say like what. Probably Mass Effect, but I'm. I know like I don't know. I'm going to think about it. And you know, a couple hours from now, go like, oh damn! Like, blank is yeah. way better than Mass Effect. I really like the um, Mass Effect games. I think, but I'm with you. Is like, I I don't think there's a single game series that I've played every single game of. Um, I, I can't think of any off. Mass Effect is one for me, and Kotor is the other one yeah. that I can think of. Um, I mean, technically, Subnautica is a game series. I love both of those. There ones. you go. There you go. Um. I uh, I think the worst game series is is Dark Souls, um, and it, it. But like, to, how to many me, of those have you played? None. But you know me, what I mean. To me, the thing yeah. about what makes Dark Souls bad is that it it uh, as to me has had a really negative effect on the industry. Um, so I've I've got the answer right here. All right. For both, Legend of Zelda. <laughs> It's fair and very, very, very fair. <laughs> like very fair. there, there are some Legend of Zelda games that I absolutely love, and then there are a couple that I'm like, oh no, I hate these. So I would say the same thing about Mario. Honestly, I think that oh, yeah, there are some yeah. very good Mario games. Um, although I will say that, like the older I get, the less I'm interested in Mario. So uh, maybe Not that's the older I get, preference. the less I'm in interested in any sort of platformer game oh man i i the only platformers i want to play these days are metroidvanias like i'll play a metroidvania but i'm yeah, be interested yeah. in playing an actual but i don't i don't really count those as platformers. i mean they 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 kind they of are, are but, but like yeah yeah i i'm with you though and i definitely don't want to play a 3d platformer like absolutely no, do not no. want to play a 3d platformer so good good question appreciate it all right Let's talk about cheap free games. Hopefully you grabbed last week's Epic Games because they are gone and they were weird. 
Um, as I recall, you didn't miss much, but we didn't talk about them, so hopefully you remember to get them. This week's Epic Games is uh, a game, this is one word, it's called Mother Gunship, which I, I like the name of. It's uh, apparently a bullet hell FPS where you craft your own guns, fight huge bosses, and defeat a robotic alien armada that conquered Earth. Um, there's a lot of things in that that I'm not a big fan of. Bullet hell. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious <laughs> about a huge bullet bosses. hell FPS, though. Yeah, it is kind of an interesting idea. Uh, the other one you can get this month uh, free is tri- or this week is Train Sim World: The Evolution of Train Simulations. Master iconic locomotives on high speed surfaces, long freight hauls, <gasps> or precise commuter traffic. <laughs> I've played one. <laughs> How was it? Uh, not for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, PS Plus for uh, this will be starting in a handful of days, uh, probably like next. I think it's, they, these actually go up on Tuesday, so this will probably be like on the third, August third. Is uh, Hunters Arena Legends, which is a PS Five only game. I am not uh, familiar with that. That sounds like something you might be interested in, though, Call. Um, if I had a PS5 PlayStation only. or PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Battle, Battle for Neighborville, which is actually really fun. It's kind of a Overwatch-ish type game, like where you uh, fight in arenas with the, the plants um, from Plants vs. Zombies. And like each plant has different classes. Um, I've played it not a ton, but it was kind of one of those like... It was one of those games that my kid... I could throw at when he was like eight or nine and not be too worried about it. So I played it with him a little bit. He's played it with some friends. It's okay. Uh, and then tennis world tour two is coming out for the, is available for the PS4. So nothing, nothing super exciting on PS plus this month, but yeah, it's all right. Uh, game pass is getting a bunch of stuff. Some of these, a bunch of these came out a couple days ago, but because we didn't, uh, I already have a bunch of these yeah, because we didn't have a, a podcast last week. I thought I would talk about them. Uh, Raji and ancient Epic is coming cloud console and PC on July 22nd. That game is, um, got it. It's, have you played it yet? No, nope. I'll be very interested to see what you say about it because it, I, I was really, I played the demo of it and I was really into the idea of it. They actually, uh, I actually got a key from that from the developers so I could uh, talk about it. And uh, I played it for quite a few hours and and thought it was really interesting. And I, it's a, it's a game based in like uh, like Eastern Indian mythology. And uh, it's really interesting what they do. Um, it's a free, female protagonist, like a lot of cool checkboxes for me. But the combat is wicked difficult, like super, super difficult, really combo based. Um, and it's also one of those games where you like explore things and then you come into an area and the area like fences off and you have to beat all the guys inside oh, of it. Yeah. Um, and I just like, I, frankly, I was not good enough to play that game. Um, I could not get a hand, hang of the combo system. Um, there's a lot of like verticality to it where you like jump off. You know, you like run up the side of a wagon and do a backflip off of it and do some sort of superpower move. As I recall, there's like a stamina bar. Um, and I just wasn't good at it. I, I was actually really, really bad at it. But like, I loved, I want to play that game on an easier mode because I loved the. I love the setup of it. I thought it was really cool. So uh, go go grab that. Let me know what you think. Came out July twenty second, so that's available now. Uh, Last stop is coming to cloud console and PC. Uh, already out again, July twenty second. Blinks the time sweeper came to cloud and console. I think yesterday, day before. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator uh, came out on the Xbox Series X. That is not backwards compatible to the one yet. Um, although I do believe that is going to become an X Cloud game eventually, so you'll be able to play it on your your one. Uh, <laughs> I had to check my uh, how much uh, data I've used this month before I downloaded yeah. that one. If Microsoft Flight Simulator is a 
105 gigabyte download but in addition to being 105 gigabytes as you play it it streams in um Ooh. like map and geography and other data from the cloud so you are using data as you play that game too so if you've got a small uh cap like that might not be the game for you that came out yesterday though um I haven't played it on the Xbox yet. Um, I also have not played it on the PC, but I've watched my kid play it a bunch on his PC, um, and it looks really cool. Uh, I tried to play it. I actually had to. I tried to get it working on my computer, and I actually ended up having to format my computer. I broke it so bad trying to get that game to run. So, didn't have a, a great, um, great experience with it. And I've heard that on the Xbox, it's a little weird, but. You know, give him some time. It'll probably get better. And it's gorgeous. Like, I, it was really cool to be able to fly to my house. Like, that was that was neat. So, uh, Lethal League Blaze is coming to the cloud console on PC. Uh, day you listen to this podcast, I do not know anything about that. Uh, Omno is coming cloud console on PC, same day, July 29th. Project Wingman is coming to PC on July 29th. The Ascent is coming to cloud console on PC as well on July 29th. Um, and then we've got a couple, couple games, like, kind of far out here. So, we know that Hades is coming to console PC and Cloud on August 13th. I believe uh, Skatebird comes out the same day. No, day before. So Skatebird comes to Xbox One uh, on the 12th. Um, 12 Minutes is coming to console, PC, and Cloud on August 19th. Psychonauts 2 is coming to PC, Cloud, and console on August 25th. Um, Aragami 2, which I don't know anything about, is coming to Cloud, console, and PC September 17th. Something tell me if they're announcing that game like months early. That's something that might be interesting, but I don't know. Um, and then Sable is coming to PC Cloud and Console September 23rd. Uh, Sable is actually a really cool game. I played the demo of that pretty recently. I really, really enjoyed that a lot. Um, all right, so that is Game Pass. Games with Gold was announced about 10 minutes before we started podcasting. Uh, this one's you're going to be able to get Darksiders 3, August 1st through the 31st. You played that, didn't you, Cole? Uh, no, you played Darksiders Dark Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. Darksiders 3 looked yeah. fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Ukulele, and it, it was on Game Pass, and then it went off. <laughs> I hate ukulele because every time I see ukulele, I think it's uh, what's the cool pinball game? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shoot, I cannot remember the name of that game. That game's so fun though. Um, Yoki's Island Adventure. Yosh, yo, yeah, Yoku's yeah, Island Adventure. Like that. Yeah, Yoku's Island Adventure. And so I saw ukulele. I'm like, oh hell yeah, I want that. I love that game. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh wait, it's ukulele. Yeah, ukulele. I played and did not enjoy it all. It actually made me kind of motion yeah. sick. Um, I, it had bad <laughs> cameras. It was not great. Um, anyway, available the 16th through the September 15th. Lost Planet 3 is available August 1st through the 15th. I've heard good things about that. I've never played it though. I played the first one. Yeah, that's a really Lost Planet's a 360 game, isn't it? Maybe, maybe three yes. might have been an Xbox yeah. One game. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, and then Guru Mark of the Wolves, which is a game I have never heard of, is coming out uh, August 16th through the 31st. So, you know, like Darksiders 3 is supposed to be, I don't think it's as good as 1 and 2, but it was supposed to be pretty good. Um, and Ukulele, if you like 3D platformers, is probably right up your, your alley. It was not up my alley. Like, it missed my alley by a lot. Um Prime Gaming this month. So if you have uh, Amazon Prime, you can get access to Prime Gaming. Just link your uh, Prime account to your Twitch account, I believe. Um, it's been long enough since I've done it that I don't remember. These are all expiring really soon, though, so you're going to want to grab these. Um, Portal Dogs is good through August 2nd. Um, Rad, which Colby really liked. Um, that's from Double Fine. I really liked Rad. Yeah, is available until August 2nd. Um, the Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition, which is, uh, I mean, classic game at this point, is available through August 2nd. Um 
Automachef, which I, I don't know what that is, but I like the name a lot, is available through August 2nd. Batman the Enemy Within through August 2nd. The Wanderer Frankenstein's Creature is available through August 2nd. Tales of the Neon Sea available through August 2nd. And you can pick up Battlefield 1 um, via Origin through Prime Gaming through August 4th. So Battlefield 1's a, a new-ish game. I, I did not particularly enjoy it, but I think some people did, so that's all right. Anything else you want to talk about, Cole, before we call this a day and go eat dinner? Everyone should go watch Adventure Time, as well as I think you should leave Season 2. You know, Mostly, I think you should leave Season 2 so that when I make references to it, which I do a lot in the Discord, people know what I'm talking I about. I don't even want to be here, Colby. Exactly. exactly. I don't want to be around anymore. Yeah, yeah. Are you saying you want to die because of, of this, <laughs> yes. this thing? I mean... If you had seen all of season two, you would know that my name currently is a reference to it. I've not. I've only seen like the first. Oh no, I didn't. I decided to start in season one, so I've not seen. Oh, okay. uh, but I do know then that bones are their money. Um, yes, yes. So that that's something. Um, but, but go watch both those shows because they're both great. My chin is so heavy. Um, Ted Lasco just started. Uh, Lasso. La- I don't know why I want to say Lasco. Lasco. I have a, a client whose name is Lasco. Uh, that's her last name. And so I think that's what it happens. But uh, Ted Laszlo is uh, just starting up on... Uh, <laughs> Lasso. Didn't I say Lasso? <laughs> no, you said like Laszlo. <laughs> Laszlo, whatever. Ted of <gasps> soccer coaching fame is uh, available on Apple Plus too. So go check that out. Yeah. It's good. All right. We're Bite Me Podcast. We are not a podcast about streaming video TV shows. Um, we should be. We totally should be. Right. Totally. I, I don't know if I have time for another podcast, but, but maybe. Who knows? Um, Bite Me Podcast. Go to bitemepodcast.com. <laughs> Stop interrupting me, Colby. Uh, to find out about us, you can go to our social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can go to our Discord by going to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. Come chat with Colby and I. Keep us less bored during the day. And I apparently listen to Colby post a bunch of stuff from... Uh, What's it called again? I, I think you should go. I think you should yeah. leave. I, I don't know why. I've, I've, I can't remember the name of it. An Adventure Time, maybe? Um, he posted a very disturbing deer gif the other day from Adventure Time that I did not like at all. Um, so that that's what you can get. There's also cute cats in our Discord a lot. Dylan has a very cute cat with very, very adorable paws. Um, let's see. What else happens there? You can join our patron. Patreon by going to patreon.com slash bite me podcast or bite me podcast.com slash Patreon. Either will work. We want a teleporter and we'd like a teleporter. That would be awesome. Um, I'm moving very far away from Colby, so it would make him and <laughs> be getting together way easier. If, if you join the $6.5 billion a month Patreon level, you get us a teleporter. <sighs> so I have a question for you, Cole. Do you think if you had $6.5 billion, you would become an evil billionaire a la Elon Musk? Like, or do you think you would be yourself still, or would you just instantly turn evil? <sighs> That's a hard one. It is, right? I'd probably... I mean, like, I'd like to say that it wouldn't change me, but... It would. It would. I think the problem with Colby is that, like, I mean, actually, no, it wouldn't, because you know what would happen? You'd buy an island that never I'd never see you again. again. <laughs> you know, like, I, I would like to say that that, but you know what? Like, I would just be off doing my own thing with like all of my money, because why do I need more money? I've got six point five billion dollars. I could literally do anything, yeah, yeah. and it would probably just be like. 
Oh, there's this is the middle of nowhere, and I need really good internet. Can like we just get the infrastructure for that out to here for me? <laughs> Colby would be like ten years from now. Colby would just die in a Spanish prison, like John <laughs> McAfee. <laughs> We're like, what did we do? You're like, you don't want to know. You do not want to know. <laughs> it involves a hammock and a hole. <laughs> anyway, uh, did you see the guy that put up a hammock at SeaTac uh, Airport? Like no. he had a like he missed his flight, so he was gonna have to stay there overnight. So he just like put up a hammock between two poles. <laughs> it was good. Nice. It's, it's the way you do it. It's that that would be the movie that Tom Hanks would be in now. Just a dude sleeping in a hammock. So anyway, bite me podcast. This is this is what happens sometimes. Thank you for listening, Colby. Woo, bite me. I, yeah, I guess. Bite me. Bite me.